Hey, what's up, guys? Stacks here. Welcome back to This Week in Versus, finally. Uh, I'm joined today by Bert. What's going on, Anchor YouTube? It's your boy, Black Hurricane! <laughs> and we got Scott Watson. Hey, everybody. It's a white cyclone day. And it's just the three of us today, the original three. Um, and we got a lot of stuff to cover, so let's just get into it because it's been a couple weeks since we've done this. We got we're we're gonna hit a bunch of topics here. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and uh, talk about this. Uh, what is the name of this card? Web this this arc this set uh, webheads that came out. Webhead. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the third set in the the verse arc is webheads. It has been released officially on the fifteenth since we last talked. Uh, so a lot of cards to talk about. So let's just get into this. Do kind of a whole set review. We looked at uh, Ultimate Spider-Man already, which is cool. We looked at some of the new friends and family like uh, Gwen Stacy and Harry Osborn that are really cool. So uh, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and talk about them in the order they were spoiled in. We know all the cards, the whole set now. But I'm going to look at them in the order they were spoiled in. So uh, this preview article was called Time for a Change. Uh, the first card in here is Dr. Kurt Connors. He's a three-cost, zero-one, one health. He's <laughs> AK Lizard. Uh, he's got Genius at so the start of your turn, draw a card, and he has the Monster Within. When Dr. Connors gets stunned by getting struck in combat on an enemy turn, he transforms into a Lizard supporting character, a Sinister Syndicate Lizard supporting character. We've already looked at Lizard. He's a nine-five, seven-cost, two health, Berserker, Ferocious, Regeneration. So that's if you get to transform with this three-drop into that seven-drop, that's pretty insane. Uh, I think this card's great. I don't think you ever transform, but that means they're probably letting you draw cards. So I think Kurt Connors is great. What do you guys think of Kurt Connors? Uh, card's great, like you said. Uh, three mana draw card seems good. Uh, I, I don't expect him to ever transform. I don't think that's ever going to happen, whether the opponent uh, underdrops with a wasp the following turn or they just don't attack him and kill him. Um, so... Yeah, don't expect for him. Don't expect your lizard pile to do anything. But I think I think a three mana genius is fine. Yep, I agree. Scott, you got a different take? Nah, pretty much the same thing. Yep, yep. Uh, all right. Next up is uh, a card that I was really excited for. It was I thought it was really cool they were doing this. We got Superior Spider Man. Uh, it's the main character version. He's a uh, a spider friend character. I was kind of wondering if they were going to make him a villain or a hero um, because, you know, he's Dr. Octopus. Uh, so he's Spider-Friends. He's a 3-3, three, three, 5 health. He's a.k.a. Dr. Octopus and a.k.a. Spider-Man, which is really cool. Uh, he's got Climb, which we've seen before. His level up is Who's Who, level up 2. When another character with a.k.a. appears on your side, Superior Spider-Man gains an XP. And then at level 2, he's got Superior Climb, so build green, exhaust any number of locations on your side, and put a plus one counter on Superior Spider-Man uh, for each one. So it's just Super Climb. Superior Climb is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, and then he has uh, a Superior... Hang on, my version is blurry. Let me see if I can pull it up bigger. Okay, a Superior Hero. Uh, he says, when another character on your side is attacked, you may transform Superior Spider-Man into the level 2 Spider-Man main character that has Friendly Neighbor which is the original level 2, I believe, the from the base set. Yeah, it is. Yep, uh, it if is. you do, remove the defender from the combat, replace it with Spider-Man, and switch their positions. So the flavor on this is awesome, where, like, the Peter Parker personality takes back over at level 2, and you swap him out for regular old Spider-Man. So I really like that. Um, he's a 5-wound main character, which is kind of rough, but we'll see here in a few cards uh, that that might not be so much of a problem for the Spider-Friends anymore. Um 
I don't know how quick he levels. I think I feel like there's not very many AKAs in the early turns. I could be wrong on that. What do you guys think of Superior Spider-Man? Um, well, I have to start by saying he's he currently takes a hit in Good versus Evil. If you're following that still, um, Doctor Connors is AKA Lizard, but you can't use his Lizard pile, so he's actually banned. Uh, that leaves you with Nomad, who is AKA Captain America on two, and Odin's son, which is AKA Thor on four. That's not great. Um, that's, I mean, they are. If you really want to play them, you can play them, right? Four nomads and two to three Odin sons will probably get you there. Um, I'd like to point out decks like this in the past suffered from what I call bottleneck syndrome, which is you have one big guy and a bunch of little guys in the back that kind of promote your main character doing what they want to do, which is beat up the opponent. And normally, how it goes is at some point you build up a bunch of counters, right? And you get dazed or you get stunned out of combat or something. And it's really, really, really hard to catch back up to where you were. This guy doesn't suffer from that at all. The superpower is green. So there's like Vicky applications. He's spider. So you can do like uncle Ben's and stuff. And then the, the card that stacks was alluding to earlier, which we'll get to in a second. He's going to win races. He's not supposed to win. And that's what I'm going to end up saying about a lot of these spider friends. They have more game than they've ever had, and this is this is the kind of spicy spice that I'm looking for out of packs like this. Really excited for this one. And even Superior Hero, like, I mean, 4-8 on original Spider-Man wasn't outstanding, but you even get a free, like, so Friendly Neighbor is pay a yellow, and you get uncanny defense. So whoever's being attacked, you switch them with Spider-Man. You even get that for free. So there's, like, random blowouts where you can turn around and do, okay, I'm going to do uh, great power, get buffed because my spider friends are in the back. There's a lot of cool stuff going on here. I like this guy a lot. Yeah, I just noticed something when you said uh, something about Spider-Man being a 4-8, and I noticed that Superior Spider-Man is an 8-4 at level 2. So they yeah. have the reverse stats. Yeah. It's like yeah. Spider-Man is all about like protecting his friends, protecting the neighborhood, so he's got a big butt. But Superior Spider-Man, the Doctor Octopus one, is all about like kicking ass and just yep, making names. <laughs> yeah, like that's really cool. Just another cool element of flavor. The flavor on this thing is like, Mwah. Uh, what do you think of this, Scott? Yeah, I agree with you. I love the flavor. Um, really thematic, good, uh, typical, super awesome games. You know, design um, really hits the spot. Uh, one thing I wish is that. If you were going into um, the original Spider-Man, you could pick your level two instead of having to go into that one. I would be it would be really fun to uh, go into the other level two and then go into the level three Spider-Man. That would be a pretty crazy deck that I'd love to see. I'm kind of sad you can't do that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, other than that, I think Bert hit on everything, so <laughs> not much else to say. Yeah, it would be cool if like you could go into the other level two or like maybe if, like any level two spider-man so you could pick like black suit or something as long as it's like spider-man not mantle spider-man that'd be cool yeah yeah i think i think that would have been cool all right next card is maddie franklin she's a two cost spider friend two two one health uh so they do have an on team two cost now let's see if it does what we need it to do for the mono spider friends uh, has uh, the gathering of five build blue choose exactly five characters on your side with different names including your main character then randomly give each of them a gift maddie can't use this power if there is already a character on your side with a gift so there's a gift pile 
That includes, as it said, five gifts. There's the gift of death, which KOs the character. The gift of immortality, uh, which puts a vitality counter on it every turn. There's a gift of knowledge, which if it's face up at the start of a turn, you draw two cards. I like that one. Uh, there's the gift of madness. Uh, so you discard two cards at the beginning of a turn. And there's the gift of power, which gives it plus five, plus five, fight, flight, and range. Uh, so I'll just say it. There's way too many downsides. This card's terrible. Uh, do you want to start on this one, Scott? What are your thoughts on Maddie Franklin? Um, pretty crazy. I think like all the cards, all the uh, gathering of five cards, they seem like they're based off the magic colors, to me anyway. That's that's like one of the things I noticed about it. That's them. cool. Like, I hadn't even huh. thought about that. Yeah, it seems like each one is trying to represent a color for magic, um, which I thought was kind of weird. But, um, you know, it just seems like each one, you've got like a black, a blue, a red, a green, a yellow effect. I mean, a, a white effect in there. So um, it's kind of neat from like, you know, bowing to like gaming history there. Um, there might be a few decks that Maddie might be able to manipulate into. Um, you know, where <laughs> I'd have to really play around with it, but I'm not gonna say it's absolutely not something you could work with. But it's probably far more gonna be a a. Uh, tabletop you know play play around with it yeah, it's a really cool kitchen table card I, or maybe like a draft card or something yeah yeah i don't think you're gonna see it be in tournament play but you never know i might be wrong there might be a deck i haven't looked at it super serious like there might be a deck you could come up with that takes advantage of even getting your mc blown up who knows like uh <laughs> some spider-man guy we know about i don't know <laughs> You know. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be something like that. Otherwise, I'm not taking a one in five chance of killing my main. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I mean. Like, you know, there there might be a few applications where you throw it in the deck, and I don't know. Maybe it's a one of. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what do you think, Bert? For okay, <laughs> I actually I actually disagree with these stacks. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think she's unplayable. I think. When you think about a two-mana 2-2 two -two that has those gifts, there's a couple things to consider. Number one, you can't put this card in your deck if you're just going to lose to death on the spot, right? So knowing that, this, re at least for competitive-wise, because Kitchen Table, you can do whatever you want, but competitive-wise, like you can only put this in like Adam Warlock before he becomes level two, um, Arnim Zola when he's gold, or when he's level two, Thanos at level one. There's some places you can put it. And then the, yeah. second, the second part is, so if you're willing to take that risk, well, three of them just win you the game, period. Power on your main character, you're not going to lose that game. Plus five, plus five, flight and range forever. That's insane. Immortality, so if I keep my guy up, I get to heal wounds, right? Because vitality counters and wound counters can't exist at the same time. So you're basically healing, right? Seems great. Uh, and then knowledge. Knowledge is going to win you the game. Knowledge 100% will win you the game. You're drawing four cards a turn. You're getting to your pieces. You're getting to your ramp. You're getting to your stall. You're getting to your combo. Um, madness is kind of bad. Madness is really bad because you have to, like, like self-stun yourself to not take the discard. 
and then death will just on the spot lose you the game. But three of those will win you the game. So I, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm willing to take the risk, I think, depending on the main, because some mains, some main characters don't have anything going for them, right? Moon Girl, Double Dinosaur, <laughs> Daredevil, <laughs> right? Daredevil, in some cases, he doesn't have much going for him, especially if they're not letting him level. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this. I'm gonna look into gift turbo decks. <laughs> I really yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for having my main character have power or knowledge on. Even immortal immortality's insane, dude. Immortality's insane on the main. Yeah. One of the things you're gonna have a hard time pulling off though is getting the five characters. You yeah. Know? Well unless you I mean yeah. I don't think you wanna have your five characters being like goblin queen tokens, you know? Right, right. right. So you're gonna want like five characters out that, or you're gonna want to have a chance to take advantage of the good stuff. Yeah, if you get it. So that's gonna be the hard part about building that deck. That's 100%. why I was saying, yeah. like, maybe you want a one of in that deck, mm-hmm. two of. It's not gonna be a four of because you're not gonna plan on trying to do that crazy stuff on like, you know, turn two. <laughs> like you're not right. you're not gonna get that off. Yeah. Um, so I think there's going to be some weird deck construction to how you do that. Like, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you played in like a, a kingpin deck with, uh, uh, the, the angel character, you know, and like mm-hmm. bring out a whole bunch of guys and just target them all for, you know, that's fair. I'm so, excited. Yeah. I'm excited to try the card out for sure. Yeah, I I think there's some MCs that might be able to pull it off. I just haven't designed a deck around it, so I don't want to say they can or can't. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think you guys are being a little generous. Uh, anyways, let's move <laughs> on to the next card. So we're in a, the next spoiler spoiler article now. This one is called Verse System Two PCG. That's funny, I guess. Uh, Alright, so let's look at Spider UK, main character. Uh, he's a spider friend, of course. He's a 2-5, 2 health. He's got Spider-Verse, so he's part of the whole team mechanic where you pick a guy to start with and the rest go in your deck and then you can bring out a bunch of main characters. Uh, he has, how many worlds have you been to? Spider UK can also be powered up by characters with Spider or Britain in their names. And then he has, I've seen multitudes. When Spider UK is powered up by a character with Spider or Britain in their name, the first time each turn, draw a card. Uh, I think this is really good. I love drawing cards. Uh, there's a lot of things that can power this thing up. You only draw the card the first time each turn, but like you're drawing an extra card on your turn, potentially an extra card on your opponent's turn. Uh, I think this card's great. Uh, you might even start with this. I, I still think that maybe Spider Gwen is the better starter, but... Uh, there's an argument to be made for this guy. I like him a lot. What do you guys think of Spider UK? I think UK is the best one. I think he's the best one. And if someone were still suffering from a major concussion and they wanted to play New Miles Morales, <laughs> I might even I might even be okay with it if they're playing this and a bunch of like spiders on every drop you can, um, just to wheel into your cards and stuff. I like this guy a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. He's really good. What about you, Scott? Um, yeah, I like him a lot. I want to see him in a deck with uh, a Force Loki, so you draw your like. Oh yeah. Jack by like you know, I don't know. 
Yeah, I should Turn definitely eight. see that. That seems awesome. Deck in your hand. It's like, right. hope nobody sees yeah. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next main character. This is one that I know a lot of people are excited for. Maybe the coolest card in the set. Uh, so we have Ghost Spider. So at level one, uh, she's AKA Spider Gwen. She's Spider Friend. She's 255 health. Uh, and she has, you can borrow this for a while. At the start of the first turn of the game, name a Spider Friend supporting character. Characters with that name have dimensional wristwatch while in your deck this game. That's the one where you can recruit them out of the deck. So that seems really cool. You could pick any of like the one of a kind friends and family that like fit the situation. I think more than, more often than not, you're just going to pick uh, Madam Web and you can just recruit Madam Web out of your deck uh, whenever you need it for the plus two plus two. That seems really good. Uh, that seems really cool. And then she has multiverse expert level up four. When a character appears on your side, other than by being recruited, uh, spider Gwen or uh, ghost spider gains an XP. Uh, so that would include like, Pixie, uh, Goblin Tokens, Squirrel Tokens, any number of other things that I'm not thinking of right now. And then at level 2, she gets really crazy. My computer is loading. Okay, at level 2, she's a 5-8. She has, sorry, I need that back when Ghost Spider becomes level 2 for the rest of the game. Characters in your deck lose and can't gain Dimensional Wristwatch. So there's a time limit on how, how much you can do that. And then she has Ticket to the Multiverse, Main Blue puts Ghost Spider into another game in the room. At the start of your next turn, put her back onto her owner's side. So it's a kind of a blink-out-of-play ability like Doorman or Singularity, but you put her into another game in the room, and that doesn't have to be another versus game. You could put her into a Magic game or Final Fantasy or Yu-Gi-Oh! or Transformers or something, and it says the players in that game decide how she works. Uh, it also says you have to get both players' permission to do that, so... Effectively, it's just a, a blinker out of play for a turn ability, but it's a pretty funny way to do it. Anyways, what do you guys think of Ghost Spider? Do you want to start, Scott? Yeah, sure. Um, I think she's pretty cool. Um, she's like uh, Warren Officer Ripley on roids. Um, she's basically probably a little bit better than Ripley was because Ripley could be attacked when she was hidden. This character can't, at least in any way that we know of yet. Um, big F you to uh, Maximus decks, that's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be you to for you to Maximus me. So see ya. Um, so if you think uh, Maximus is going to be a large part of the meta in a in a in a game that she's legal, I'd say she's something to look at. Um, and this, the same vein, uh, she could easily pick Prowler to be um, the character that she can search up. So she's also very likely to be able to do a, a, a Prowler Maximus against somebody else. Um, so definitely an interesting character. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, personally, if somebody does that uh, in a game next to me, I am going to let them put put uh, Spider-Gwen into my game. I don't even care if it's against me. I'm just going to let them do it. Just because <laughs> I have stuff like that. Um, as long as my opponent's willing to do it, I'm going to let it happen. <laughs> so, so that's my two cents. Alright, what about you, Bert? Uh, Ghost Spider is the best tuck and pass main we've ever seen. It's not even close. Um, Warnoff's Ripley suffered from Thanos when people were still playing that. Um, 
And then Ghost suffers from Net Launcher because you can still interact with him if he's stunned but not hidden. Um, you can't you can't touch uh, Ghost Spider when she leaves. That's it. You have to wait till she comes back, or you have to nullify it or DP superpowers. Um, and there's a there's a lot of power in that man. That's really strong to me. Uh, I don't care about the the second half of that, which is put her in a different game, because most of the time if if she's on if she's in competitive play no one's gonna actually let her do let her come through that because that because that opens up no but the reason why is because that opens up like spider friend plays that they wouldn't otherwise have right if you let her in she can team attack with your main you can ignore uh team restrictions and stuff and that just feels really swingy for money but kitchen table yeah she's gonna go play uh monopoly <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna go play uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, you know yeah this is this is really ex- i'm 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 waiting for the card so i can i'm gonna build her right away because i've had i have a history with tuck and pass and i feel like she's the best way to be doing it at this point in the game oh yeah 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 i think it's uh it's a clever way to do it it's really cool and i know people have been wanting a spider gwen main character for a long time so it's cool uh next card we have Eight cost Spider Man, another Spider Man. Oh my! I don't even know how many Spider Man we have in the game now. Uh, but eight drop Spider Man uh, is—he's <laughs> a Spider Friend character. Obviously, he's twelve twelve two health. He has Tony's tinkering. Uh, this is an Iron Spider, by the way. Um, at the start of your main phase, Spider Man downloads an update. Then he may install any number of them. When he installs updates, he gets for. One update, flight and range. For two updates, two vitality counters. For three updates, 12 plus one plus one counters. Uh, And then he has training wheels protocol. Uh, While Iron Man is face up on an enemy side, Spider-Man loses and can't gain other powers. Uh, So, I like the flavor of this card. It's really cool. Uh, It seems slow to me. Because, so, you have to download the update, and then you can, like, cash it in for powers. So, like, the turn you play it, you could get the first update which is flight and range, which is okay. Um, but to really get any value out of it, you got to get those. I, I feel like you want the two, or the 12 plus one plus one counters. Uh, the vitality counters are also pretty good, but like, are you playing this on eight and waiting three turns to do all that stuff, or are you playing jungle hunter DP? Uh, I don't know. It's cool, though. What do you guys think of Spider-Man? Uh, he's... Oh man, we were so positive, man. <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and keep it light. You can't afford to play this over any eight. I think he, you have to ramp into this. He has to come out way before eight, turn eight. If you're hard casting this on eight, you're gonna get clowned by Jungle Hunter DP followed by Sentry or like uh, Captain Universe even. Like if they if they manage to flash out a Captain Universe on eight, this guy looks terrible. But this is a hot pickup in like cube or sealed. He'd be fine over there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I'm I'm probably being a little too. I think this is why people think that I rant all the time is because I think yeah. on this show we a lot of times look at things through like competitive play only. Yeah. And like if you pick this up in cube, like this could be really fire. A twelve twelve on turn even if you don't ramp a 12 12 on eight in cube is phenomenal um <laughs> i'm gonna 
realistically, if I'm going to sit down and build a deck, I'm going to play Sentry over this. But if you have synergies or if you have Uncle Ben in the main, the the twist, great power, great responsibility. If you have team attackers, he's going to be fine. But a lot of the time, I'm going to pick another eight. Except for Hulk. Hulk is not good. <laughs> and I, I mean, got him. <laughs> if you somehow figure out mono Spider-Friends, um, which I think they needed a different two drops to be played mono. Uh, but, I mean, he's a good on-team eight drop for mono, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He has playability. I don't want people to listen to us and be like, "Oh man, that sucks." Iron Spider is no good. He's unplayable. Mine. No, he is. He is. He's definitely playable. You definitely can put him in places. But I'm telling you right now, you cannot hard cast this on eight. You cannot pay eight on eight for this. You're gonna get clowned. Get him down at like turn six, maybe seven. Maybe you got a double mantis or something. Then he looks good because by the time they're playing like they're their flumes and stuff he's going to be able to cash in those three downloads and be a 24 24 that's what you really want out of this card you really want an eight man a 24 24 but we'll see what happens man uh do you have anything else to say scott got a different opinion Um, yeah yeah um i think i I would play him in uh miles morales spider-man okay yeah i did forget about that that you can bring it out early with that yeah 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 i think that's where he would shine yeah, um, definitely. In competitive play, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's something to consider that I thought about. I think that's it's probably even better. It's I think this is the what you bring out now. I don't think you play black suit in that deck even anymore. I think this is better. Yeah, yeah. If you can bring him out on four, uh, take the one download, make him a twelve twelve flight range on four. Sure, yeah. I'll take it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I take back what I said. This card's fire in Champions Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely playable. He that's good card over there i'm doing it <laughs> yeah yeah and that deck it's great all right uh next two cards here um we're gonna take a look at some specialized web cartridges uh very cool uh we're getting some one-of-a-kind equipment for the spider friends team there are four specialized web cartridges there's two in this portal article and then we'll just go ahead and talk about the other two that got posted right after uh so they're all one cost equipment uh spider friend equipment uh, they all have the same name. They're specialized web cartridge. They all one of a kind, and they all have spider gear. Uh, so this first one has Sonic Disruptors. Equipped character has range, and when it attacks an enemy character, you may daze that character. If that character is Carnage or Venom, stun him instead. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read the next one, and then we'll talk about these two, and then the next two. The next one is Ice Webbing. Equipped character has range, and when it attacks an enemy character, you may freeze that character. If that character is Electro or Vulture, stun him instead. Uh, I think these are great. Uh, the Daze one's pretty good. The Freeze one is really good. I really like that they don't have to like stun you or anything. Like They just have to swing in and then you get the effect, which is really good. Uh, we'll have to see how relevant the last part is, where like if you're hitting a specific villain, it does more. Uh, obviously, that could be potentially really relevant if you're sitting across from Sinister Syndicate. Um but yeah, I think these are really good, especially the freeze one. I like a lot. And again, I like that you don't have to stun. You just swing in and you get it. Uh, what do you guys think of the web cartridges, uh, these first two, the freeze and the daze? I love uh, them. These... You want me to go? Or you want to go? Go ahead. Go ahead. Woo. I love myself. I mean, daze is awesome. Uh, think of how many stupid gargoyle decks exist out there that you just <laughs> would love to daze. Um <laughs> You know, <laughs> freezing sure. people, freeze mains all the time. Just, just pretty sweet. Uh, the extra sinister six stuff. 
And I want to see these cards in an Armin Zola deck. I think that would be sweet too. <laughs> throw down these little equipments, like be pretty awesome. Oh yeah. What about you, Bert? I think. I think. Oh man. Uh. Well, let me go ahead and say, if you're playing Spider Fred main character, this is why. Uh, the days one gets you out of so much trouble. We talked about uh, gargoyle. Shouts out to Scott on that. Um, the freezing one. Oh man. Do you know? How, I can't wait. I can't wait to to slap this on my main character spider turn one, and the opponent just never untap. Their main character is out of the game for the rest of the game. They are not going to be able to fight. Um, we're going to talk about the other two in a second, but these two, I feel like if your main character has spider in their name, you have to play them. You have to play these cards. Do it and win, and uh, you're going to be happy. These cards are great. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Oh uh, man, the fact that it gives you range, so you're like able to fight back against guns when you otherwise wouldn't be able to, so good. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at these last two. I probably should have done all four of them at the same time. Uh, so the next one is magnetic webbing. Uh, equipped the character has range, and when it attacks an enemy character, that character's attack becomes zero this combat. If that character is Doc Ock or Mysterio, stun him instead. And then the last one is acid webbing. Equipped the character has range, and when it attacks an enemy character, put two minus one minus one counters on that character. If that character is Green Goblin or Sandman, stun him instead. Uh, yeah, both really good. I think the the acid one is really good. The two minus one counters are good. Uh, I think I, I like that one. I think the freeze one is the best, then the daze, then maybe the minus ones, and then the zero attack one. What do you guys think of these other two? Get them in the deck, man. Get them yeah. in there. You have to. <laughs> You Love honestly all. have to. <laughs> Do it. Love them all. I think they're Hate all good. All. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. hey. yeah, yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah. The rest of these cards we're looking at, by the way, were uh, spoiled on the Facebook page. I'll link them down below. Um, it's uh, Also, speaking of which, it's really cool that Super Awesome Games is doing this uh, because people aren't, are, you know, people can't get product as fast as they normally could because of the whole global disaster. Uh, so, uh Super Awesome Games has been, uh, when the sets drop, they'll post the remaining of the cards that hadn't been spoiled yet, which is a really cool thing they're doing for the community, so shout out to them for that. Uh, so let's keep taking a look at the rest of these cards here. We have uh, Uncle Ben. I think it's hilarious that there's an Uncle Ben card in the game. We have one cost Uncle Ben. He's a spider friend, 0-3, one of a kind, one health, and he also has friends and family. His friends and family gives spider friends characters protecting this character tough. And then he also has as you would expect, the quote on the bottom of the card is, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Uh, yeah, so I think this is good. Um, I think Tough is actually super good for protecting the friends and family people, uh, especially if you have a main character with flight like uh, Spider-Woman. Uh, I think this one's really good. What do you guys think of Uncle Ben? Oh, man. Uh, tough is a good keyword. However, I... Man, <laughs> I actually think this is the worst individual spider friend you could play. He doesn't help. He doesn't help if you're behind. And if for some reason your board got cracked, this is the last one you want to play in order to fight back. But having wings, so like Spider Woman on six or Spider Woman main character, even uh, who else flies on that team? Uh, Firestar, I guess, but they don't have more. Th See, okay, so your main character has to fly. So you have to play this in probably Spider-Woman. And 
yeah, I would much rather be playing Gwen Stacy, but he does have his applications. Yeah, I'll concede that it's probably best in Spider Woman and really mediocre yeah. in the other ones. Yeah, he's not bad though. I don't want I don't want people to think he's bad. I'm not hating. The card's fun. <laughs> Tough is a good keyword. But you probably if if you're aggressive, you probably want even Mary Jane Pounce is really good, man. Pounce, fearless, lethal, first strike, right? Cool. The other ones, like if you're if you're looking for like a defensive like combo setup, that's where he's at, and that's where uh, Harry Osborne's at. And then what's the last one? Noble. Noble's actually fine too. A lot of people don't like that keyword, but Aunt May's got it going on too. Those are my thoughts. Well, what do you think, Scott? Yeah, I kind of agree with Bert. Um, you, uh, Top's okay. I think it functions best in like when characters have grab or flight. Mm-hmm. And just don't see that that much of it. Now, if you can find a way to, unfortunately, when you give a character flight with an equipment and it gets stunned, tough isn't really going to help you out, probably a whole lot. So, I don't know. Need some sort of way to get them flight. And I guess maybe, like, uh, you can probably find some ways to do it, but that would just, or grab. That would that would be what I'd be looking at if I I was gonna try to play um, Uncle Ben in a, in a deck besides the one the characters you guys mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, let's move on to this next card. Let's look at Five Drop Spider Girl. Uh, she's a six-one range, one health. She's camouflage. Spider Girl can't be attacked while she's in your back row. Uh, it's okay. It's fine. The other five drop-on team they have is Spider-Man 2099, which I think is way better. Uh, and he also has flight. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think of Spider-Girl? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to try and spin this as best I can. Yeah, she, she got one uh, butt, so, I mean, she, is this thing really going to stick? She's horrendous on rate. If she had two health, I wouldn't say anything. And a six gunshot on five is sometimes good enough. She's going to look outstanding if she never, ever goes up against anybody else with guns. Because um, she walks you. Like, you can't get her back, right? But I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. Just play 2099. He's the better card. Just play 2099 if you're on the spider kick. That's my opinion. She's not bad, though. Again, I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Uh, I, I can't believe we have to do that now. <laughs> Just play 2099. He's the better card. That's my opinion. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to sound positive, man. I'm um, <laughs> I think it's kind of an, a, a niche character again. Um, maybe something you put in a Namor deck. Maybe. Kinda, that sounds cool. Kind of funky. Yeah. Um, but I, that would be the kind of applications I'd be looking for. I, I'd just be looking for where it really makes sense. Um, but I, I don't think you're going to see her played a lot, but you might see it show up every once in a while. Yeah, sure. All right, let's take a look at six cost superior Spider-Man. He is a spider friend. He is an 8-8, one health, a.k.a. Doc Ock, a.k.a. Spider-Man. Genius, so at the start of your turn, draw a card and climb, so at the start of your main phase, exhaust a location to put a plus one on him. Uh, those are all good words. Uh, what else do they have on six? They have a Spider-Woman. Um, that card's great. Um, yep. I mean, this is a decent enough card. Uh, if you had two health, he'd be better, obviously. That kind of goes without saying. Um, 
but I like that they have a Superior Spider-Man on team because I love that character. But uh, what do you guys think of Superior Spider-Man? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> he's a six. He's a six man and nine nine, but he's not going to survive because they're not going to let you get this guy. Oh, if he had, if he was a two, if he was a two life seven seven with the same abilities, I would always play him. But you can't play him over Spider Woman, man. I mean, yes, yeah, oh, so Spider Woman's what a five eight with flight and yep. two health, two health, tough and regen. She doesn't die. Um, and then it gets worse when you open it up on six. Like, oh, I'm. Not, I can't, I can't co-sign this, but I think art- it, uh, another great card in draft. I'll say that. Yes, yes, and the artwork is amazing. Oh yeah, and I'm probably going to be stubborn and play him anyway, as like a a, a down low finisher, because nine nine that's pretty beefy, but you only get one shot at it because they're going to kill him. Yeah. What do you think, Scott? Um. Yeah, I pretty much agree with Bird. I think. Um... And if you do try to play him as as a nine nine, I think you have to maybe add a trick in there like a might makes right or something on top of it to yeah. really try to make him stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm gonna throw in. I'm gonna throw in real quick because those little friends in the back row giving this guy first strike is a big deal. Um, fearless, right? That would work on him too. Yeah, it's always something to consider. Like, yeah. do you have Madam Web? Is he a eleven eleven, right. or do you right. have this thing that gives him ferocious? So, yeah, that's that's worth considering as well. Yeah, I think he's a lot. He's a lot better with Gwen Stacy in the back. Yeah, I, I am. I am more than willing to pay six for a nine nine first striker. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's. Just... I, I always kind of forget to to calculate the the friends and family and spider woman or uh, madam web into my calculations yeah i i think he really is just going to depend on your deck your deck's going to have to be built to optimize him that's that's it all right let's look at seven cost mantle mantle spider-man uh he's a 510 two health and he has ultimate spider-man uh spider-man strikes an additional time in combat for each character he's protecting so someone has to remind me how striking multiple times works. Does that add up or are they separate? It does add up. Or you know what? Either either yeah. or. Yeah. You can aim it towards multiple people or you can stack it on one person, like Hammer Mode Emma Frost from Utopia Battles. Um, yep. Good luck trying to get twists off. When... <laughs> oh, man. Um Originally, I was going to say you probably have to play Black Suit over this because Black Suit has more upside and he's better on a cracked board. However, this guy is a 10-10 at the very worst if you just stick your main character behind him. And a 7-mana 10-10, you could do a lot worse. Um, when I remember when we talked about Spider-Friends, we were like, you know, you need at least two, maybe three people in order for it to look good. He only needs like one, maybe two, and if one of those two characters is like Gwen Stacy or J. Jonah Jameson or even uh, Flash Thompson, this guy walks you. I don't know that you play this over other sevens, and that's just where we at. Just, that is just where we are at in the game. But 
I think you can play him. I think you can play him. I, my mind has been changed. He's playable. Cool. Do you have anything to add, Scott? No, I think he's playable. I, again, I think I think all these spider guys are, especially at the top end of the curve, all really demand that your decks be built certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're just not you're you're just not going to get the best out of them, and so they almost um, I don't want to say mono spider, but they definitely are going to lean themselves towards. A dominant percentage of your deck being spider. Yeah, and I think hopefully we'll see these cards shine in that way because I really like this team and uh, that'd be really cool to see. You know why you like this team, right? Uh, I don't know why because I like Spider Man. So, well, I mean, yes, but also this is one of the few times in this game, and we've talked about this because what there's like there's like a coherent team there's strategy like a theme. there's like a strategy there's like a reason for these cards to be in the same deck right we've seen this with uh xenomorphs and to a lesser degree defenders but I, i'm i'm gonna say that i like i like this even though i'm not a big fan of it just because the bet the downside of this is like if your board gets cracked it's really hard to come back but the protecting scheme that spider friends have going on is is really refreshing we haven't seen a, a team theme like this in a long time yeah i agree they they really stuck with the theme um yeah it's like a coherent archetype it's i, I yeah that is a really cool element of it i like that a lot i don't know bert i could actually see people playing valkyrie with these guys and being able to rebuild their board pretty easily oh especially if you use using like you know the one drops and stuff to you're talking oh, yeah. about the six drop right yeah yeah, yeah that seems okay. great in, in yeah. spider friends actually yeah yeah, yeah well, just keep that. like get the spiders out there <laughs> yeah just keep rebuilding your board you know keep bringing yeah. back Adam Webb and the, the things that just you know grind people down that way if you can alright and then the last card we're going to look at here is the card that's going to make spider friends look stupid good I think this card is incredible I don't think it's overselling it to say this is the best card in the set uh, and that's Queens. It's a special location, Spider Friends team stamp. And it has Family is a Source of Strength. During your build phase, your Spider Friend main character may pay a green. If it does, turn this location face down, then heal a wound from that main character. Freaking awesome. This is what the Spider Friends needed for sure. Especially because most of them, if not all of them, I'll go with most of them, are five wounds or less if you consider the spider-verse people um this card is great 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 i love queens what do you guys think of this you're probably right about most impactful card in the set i'm still gonna say ice web shooters is really really up there but man you just you have so much more reach now because you can you can actually win the race against six wounded main characters even if you just you only need to get one queens off we talked about superior spider-man and the problem with bottleneck decks like that that get cracked or like get dazed and it's hard for them to come back well this thing's going to help you come back um go spider right if she if she for some reason can't hide she can go ahead and heal stay in the game black suit right because he loses a life but now he's like oh you know it, it kind of works out 
um, Spider Woman, she can if she's trading down low and she cracks a queens or two in the mid, she actually can win the race. This is phenomenal. You probably are supposed to be playing all four of this and some number of greens in every single Spider deck you play. Yep, I agree. What do you think, Scott? Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, and probably some Iron Man's too. Why not flip it back over? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that card's uh, absolutely incredible. I love it. All right, so that's our review of the uh, Webhead's stuff. Uh, I'm so excited to get my hands on this box. I'm really excited for it. I know people mm-hmm. are probably going to say that I just complained this whole time. I don't feel like I did, but someone's going to think that I did. Um, but I'm really excited for it. I like Ghost Spider. Uh, I'm excited to do the Spider-Verse thing with Spider-UK and all that. Uh, Queens is great. What else? I'm just trying to prove that I do like these cards the web shooters do. <laughs> web shooters are awesome yeah. uh, i like ultimate spider-man uh yeah. i love the, all the new friends and family guys especially harry osborne uh i'm excited i can't it's wait it's been a good set it's honestly been a good set yeah it's a good set i yeah. i think it's i think it's at least a two box buy set you know some boxes that every once in a while i see them i'm like i'll only get one of that you know then there's like the twos then sometimes there's three <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, let's move on. Uh, speaking of Spider-Man, this isn't technically strictly only versus related, but uh, Upper Deck uh, announced they're releasing uh, a new line of sleeves and playmats, uh, and the first ones they're coming out with uh, that you can order now. Uh, you can get them through your local game store. You can uh, order them from Upper Deck's website, or I think Cool Stuff has them as well. But they're coming out with a Spider-Man playmat and some Spider-Man uh, sleeves. They come in packs of 65, so it's perfect for verses. Uh, I'm too lazy to edit and put them in the podcast, but I will link them down below so you can go look at them. Uh, these are hot, and I already have too many mats, but I might pick up the mat, and I'm definitely picking up the sleeves. What do you guys think of the Spider-Man mat and sleeves? Ooh, uh, get it if you're a Spider-Fan, for sure. Um, I'm even considering, and I'm not even that big of a Spider-Man fan, but I looked at it, and I was like, man, it would look so cool if I was sitting there with, like, Sinister Six, and I had the Spider-Man mat, or I had, like, Superior Spider-Man on that thing. Get this thing, man. Get this thing, and show Upper Deck that it's a great idea to have non-versus, but versus-related uh, mats and sleeves. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like it a whole lot. Uh, did you have a chance to look at these, Scott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like them a lot. I, I love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man since I was a little kid, so definitely um, definitely, probably going to pick them up. I hope the sleeve quality is awesome. Um, that's pretty much all i got to say. The snap on uh, the snap sleeve for Thanos looks pretty cool, too. So if you're into that, that looks pretty sweet, too, and I'm sure... Keith is going to love his Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, because they, they did say this is the beginning of a, a line of stuff they're doing. So uh, Mark confirmed that they're doing, I think next is Thanos, Thanos sleeves and Matt, and then Wolverine. I might have the order yep. wrong, uh, but then uh, Wolverine sleeves and a Wolverine Matt, uh, which should be very cool. Um, I was hoping for like maybe like a Doctor Doom or something, but maybe if these go well, they'll do more and we'll get like some Fantastic Four sleeves and stuff like that would be really cool yeah no that's a good point like if you want to see it you know expand probably into other characters 
buy some of this stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to see them do more stuff like this with different characters, uh, give them your money. <laughs> definitely check these out because uh, they do look really good. I'm definitely getting the Spider-Man sleeves, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, next... This was a promotional segment for Upper Deck. Yeah, <laughs> go buy these Upper Deck products. Um, anyways, so uh, next thing, uh, let's talk about Fantastic Four stuff. So... I don't think we've touched on the Fantastic Four um, set descriptions, which you can go check out now on Miniature Market and I would assume cool stuff and whatnot where you can go and you can read that little blurb that's uh, what's on the side of the box or it's usually pretty close to what's on the side of the box. So we have those now and we've also seen the artwork uh, for the boxes, which I deleted off my phone and forgot to pull them back up so I can't even tell you what's on them. Um, so let me see if I can find that real quick. And I well, guess... the first one, the Fantastic Family. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just it's got the Fantastic Four on them. Um, and then yeah, the... what do you know? What's on the? Uh... Yeah, the second the one is Silver Surfer and Nova, and then it's uh, Galactus and Kang. I think Kang, it was Kang. The... Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'll be honest, I think these are like super ugly. <laughs> I think these look like they're. I'm not. I don't have them in front of me, but I I talked about this when they were posted that like, the legendary box art always looks super fire, and then the versus box art is just like copy and pasted some image, that like don't even go together onto some template. Like these look like they're fan made, but again, like it doesn't matter at all what the box art looks like. But I just think they look kind of lazy compared to legendary stuff. So you can consider that a rant if you want. I I'm kind of weird, man. I, I don't mind the simplicity of those boxes. They look fine. They have like the like the deep purple and the little stars in the back. That's fine. We we, we don't have to care about the box. Yeah. We, oh man. And I don't really care. I just <laughs> I saw so, like on the day that I saw this, they posted on um Instagram like here's the latest legendary set that's out, and it looked like on point and I was like why don't our box arts look like that but it, it literally doesn't matter we need to get you like a little bell or something when you're gonna go on a rant so you can like <laughs> it's not, I'm not ranting it doesn't I matter I don't care it's this. fine it's all good <laughs> oh man <laughs> alright anyways let's talk about the cool stuff so in addition to the uh, box art we had the description so uh let's look at the fantastic battles first which is of course a 200 card box uh so really excited for that so it says uh, the fantastic battles is the first issue for the first family story arc this super famous super powered team of four is an exciting long-awaited addition to versus system 2 pcg catalog of heroes and brings a wealth of power and ability to your deck uh, so that doesn't actually really give us much information on what's in here the other two give us more information on what characters we'll see but uh this is just like super exciting like it's real now like that was the cool thing about seeing the box art as much as i think they look kind of like dry it's just so exciting that this is finally happening we're finally getting fantastic four like it's real it's happening we have the box art we have the description and it's like spoilers start next week I, I, it's it's so exciting we're getting dr doom it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be great yeah. anyways Can't uh wait. this doesn't give us much information so we can move on to the next one which is the herald um, which has the uh, the expands on the fantastic team. So it says this is a, a 55 card expansion. 
uh, the, the heralds as the chosen minions of one of the m- most powerful beings in the universe were empowered with superhuman strength and abilities add powerful entities imbued with the co- with the power cosmic like the silver surfer or nova that's mantle nova both ready and willing to usher your opponents towards annihilation to feed their monstrous master uh, it's interesting that they're making the heralds good guys even though it's talking about how they're serving galactus but i mean it doesn't matter uh, just really exciting that Silver Surfer is in here. I love Silver Surfer. Uh, just, you know, another character we all assumed that we would be seeing, but now it's confirmed. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the Heralds? So excited for Silver Surfer. Based on the description, they sound like they're going to be on the evil side, but I don't I don't think that's what's going to happen. So, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm really excited for those cards, man. That's all I really can say. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything to oh, add, Scott? Man. Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering about that good evil thing too. Maybe we're gonna see just neutral characters. Maybe they're not gonna be good or evil. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I mean, if they're neutral it's... main characters and they're banned for cosmic battles or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. No, man. I, I don't know. Because it is weird. Because they mentioned the fact that they serve Galactus like three times in this little description. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's called the Heralds, like the Heralds of Galactus. Um. But as far as I know, this is expanding on the Fantastic part of the team. Because, you know, you get the 200-card box, which has two new teams, Fantastic and um, Frightful. And the next two are smaller sets that expand on one of the teams. Right. So. Yeah, unless they're doing it different this time. Unless it's Yeah, like unless it's something different. I don't know. But uh, I assume that it's just going to be Fantastic team, and they're just going to be like, well, it is what it is. You'll just have to deal with it. Um because I don't think it matters. I th- they're doing what they can to get the most characters in there without having to make it overcomplicated, which I appreciate. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes. Maybe uh, that box will be mixed. You remember how when we got... Uh, I'm not going to remember the name of the box, but in the box we got all of those photo females, and like there was like 10 main characters in that box? Yeah. Maybe they might do it like that, where it's like just, hey, this is for both teams... Or, like, a bunch of dual-affiliated stuff, maybe. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'm wondering if we have any, like, level 3 or level 4s to MCs. Yeah. Interesting, or any crazy things like death. Thematic-wise, I like neutral cards like death, but the downside to it is that, like, we haven't seen a format where death has been legal, like, almost since she's been released. She was legal for Singularity, and then, like, we haven't seen her since. Yeah. So I don't want to see too many neutral cards just for that. Um, yeah. Like I want Silver Surfer to be in the cosmic outer space format. Like he's a right. Silver Surfer. He's got the power cosmic. He deserves to be there. But if he comes out to be neutral, um, that's a bummer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. All right, next one is the Frightful. Uh, the last issue of the first family arc, the Frightful, includes a dastardly list of evil doers that have crossed paths with the Fantastic Four. Such a list would not be complete without the insatiable devourer of worlds and master of heralds, Galactus. Add the time-traveling tyrant, Kang the Conqueror, to the mix, and you can now complete an epic deck of destruction. So we got the, the just, what do they call him, the devourer of worlds himself in there, Galactus, uh, Kang the Conqueror. I think they also, somewhere I remember seeing Mole Man confirmed. Uh, mm, that yeah. might be in the first set, though, I don't remember. But uh, really exciting stuff here. Galactus has to have some kind of crazy mechanic, and Kang has to have some crazy mechanic. What do you guys think of this? 
Bring it on, man. <laughs> Bring on the yep. cards, baby. Bring on Galactus. I'm actually really excited for Galactus. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He's iconic, man. He's yeah. as iconic as Doom. Mm-hmm. You're talking like some real iconic characters back there. Yes. Yeah. We've been wanting From to stop versus for a I long time. I was a little kid. <laughs> Yep. All right. So I guess that's gonna do it for Fantastic Four talk for now. As we said, we're super excited for this. Uh, be interesting to see what they do with the teams and stuff. I know some people are all worked up about how they're doing the teams with Frightful and whatnot. I, I really don't care. I just want to see these characters in this game. I'm interested to see how they do the teams, because normally they do it in a clever way, and I appreciate the design aspect of it. So I, I like that they're taking liberties with the teams to get as much stuff in there as they can. So I'm actually in favor of that element of it. So I can't wait for this. Um, we're going to get Fantastic Battle spoilers starting uh, this coming Wednesday. Uh, recording this on Saturday. Uh, so this coming Wednesday we'll have Spider. It's not Spider. We're done with Spiders for now. Uh, Fantastic Four stuff to talk about. Absolutely can't wait. I don't imagine they'll spoil Doom in the first article. Um, but I can hope. Um, I'm just really excited for this. Uh, can't wait for this next chapter of the game that we've all been waiting for for a long time. Uh, other than that, let's move on to some other things. Uh, I'm going to plug the Quarantine Cup real quick. It's going on right now. We're heading in towards the end of Swiss. We're heading to round five right now, uh, which is the Ladies' Night format, which will be played for rounds five and six, and then we'll be in top eight, which will be good versus evil. If you guys... Oh, gosh, I just burped on camera again. Or on mic again. Uh, if you guys haven't seen, Upper Deck has uh, started streaming. Uh, I'm working with Upper Deck on streaming the quarantine cup games now which is really cool of them to be doing that so big shout out to them so uh, i will link down below the official upper deck twitch account where uh and and uh we don't have like a set time every week for uh feature matches on that so uh if you just stay tuned on facebook and stuff you'll see when we're going to stream a quarantine cup feature match but uh yeah so you can check out streamed matches from the quarantine cup on the official upper deck youtube or of uh, twitch channel where I will be doing commentary most likely. Uh, this last week, uh, Mark from Upper Deck did commentary with me, with, with me which was awesome. Uh, Ryan Garcia, who does uh, their uh, legendary uh, streams and stuff, is on there. So really cool of them to be doing that. Might have some guest commentators on there or something. So that's cool. Uh, so go check out the Quarantine Cup streams on Twitch. And uh, speaking of that, uh, on this most recent stream with Mark, he talked about some upcoming versus stuff. Uh, and that's our next main topic is this year's November release. So when Upper Deck posted the calendar for releases this year, uh, the November release didn't have a name yet, but it, it, it's, it's a, a non-Marvel release. So last year we were supposed to get um, James Bond battles, but they ended up cutting it for X-Files, which is my favorite set, so I'm glad they did that. Um, but they said they had a licensing thing and they were pushing Bond into 2020. As it turns out, though, Mark confirmed that that November set is not Bond. Bond has been pushed again. And the November release is a different property that they have not talked publicly about or used before. So, I'm going to throw this to you guys. What the hell do you think this means for the game? And do you have any bold predictions on what exciting new IP this could be in the November release. Oh, man. Uh, I don't want to spend, like, too much time speculating because I've done that already Yeah, the past couple <laughs> days. Um, I, I had brought up Overwatch 
uh, for those of you out there who know what that's about. Uh, think, think Team Fortress 2, but like Disney-esque characters. Uh, it's really popular. Um, being that Upper Deck has like a deal with like esports, and that's like, I don't want to say, I don't even want to say the biggest esports game, but it's a really, really popular esports game. They play for like tens of thousands of dollars. Um, so they had a deal with the players for that. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's out of the question that they would be like, oh, you know what? I think people might like this IP. So that's one idea. Somebody brought up Star Wars. That seems way, way, way too impossible to do. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Kingdom Hearts personally, but that probably <laughs> can't happen either. So, <laughs> uh, what about you, Scott? Any predictions? Um, I know I'd love to see Big Trouble in Little China, but they've already talked about that before, so I guess that's ruled out. Um, do we know if it's going to be a fox or not? I don't or think don't so. Some people were saying, oh, it has <laughs> to be a fox something, but I don't think that's the case. It's, I mean, anything that they could have potentially gone and bought the license for, it doesn't have to be fox, I don't think. Right. Hmm. I, I mean, I do agree with Bert on the Overwatch thing. I definitely could see that being something they do. Um, kind of would fit. Um, yeah. Beyond that, I really haven't. Nothing's yeah, like, really like jumped out at me. I know people are gonna suggest stuff like, like you said, Big Trouble in Little China. People said Firefly, stuff like that. But again, they said it was the way he phrased it was something like, and the stream got lost in the ether of uh, Twitch corrupted the file, so you can't go watch the stream anymore. So you just got to take my <laughs> our, our word for it. The people who were there when they heard it live. But he said something like an IP they have not talked about publicly before. And I don't know if he meant just in the space of Versus or at all in any of their games, Legendary either. So I'm assuming that he meant like they haven't talked about this IP at all. It's not something you've seen in Legendary or Versus. So it's not Bond. It's not Big Trouble in Little China. It's not Firefly. It's none of those things. So it could be some IP that they own that we've just we don't even know they own it yet. Um, I don't know what their deal is with Overwatch, if they have the license to do cards, or if they just have some kind of partnership with them just for the esports thing. But I would personally love for it to be Overwatch. Not because... I don't play video games. I don't care about Overwatch one way or the other. But I just think that would be great for the game. I think there are a lot of people who would jump in for Overwatch. Um, So that would be cool to see. Uh, Other than that, I don't really have any predictions because I don't know what IPs they own. I just think this is really exciting. Um, I was really looking forward to James Bond, um, but now it's got this element of mystery that's got me all titillated. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. might, it might be the the first that we get to play with, really. I mean, we might not be playing this game face-to-face until next midwinter, so who knows? That's true, yeah. Uh, and then one other small thing he mentioned, uh, kind of in the same conversation as this November release thing, is somebody brought up Firefly. Uh, a couple things with that is, uh, so the November set's not Firefly, obviously, but he also mentioned something that kind of surprised me, was that if they did a Firefly set, it would have to be illustrated. It can't be photographic because they don't have um, all the rights and stuff to people's likeness and whatnot. So just like the legendary Firefly set, it would have to be illustrated. And then they only have access to stuff from the television series. So they can't pull from the comic books and they can't pull from the Serenity movie. So it might be tough to pad out a 200 card box with just stuff from that 13 episode series. So just a small thing on the Firefly thing. Because I know 
I really want to see that property and a lot of other people really want to see that property in um, in Versus. Um, but since they only have access to TV show stuff, not movie stuff, and not comic book stuff, it might be a little bit rough. But uh, anyway, I just want to touch on that briefly. Other than that, the only other thing I want to talk about is kind of a downer. Um, I don't Have we mentioned the Origins delay yet on the show? No. Uh, no. We yeah, I think last we talked, uh, it was kind of a wait and see what happened with Origins. But Origins has officially been pushed to October. I don't have the exact dates in front of me. Um, Mid-October. 7th to 10th. The 7th to the 10th? Yeah. Yeah, so Origins has been pushed. There wasn't an official Upper Deck presence at Origins anyway. Um, but it is a bummer for the people who were putting on, uh, I think uh, it was uh, Scott and his Ohio crew were putting on an event there. Um, but it, it wasn't canceled. It was pushed to October. So we'll have to see what happens. That's another wait and see because we'll have to see what happens by October. Um, things might not have gotten any better, but I assume they will. But uh, And then the other thing is, this isn't technically versus related, but San Diego Comic-Con has been officially canceled for the year, uh, which is the first time it's ever been canceled in like its 30-year history. Um, huge, huge, huge nerd event. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con has officially been canceled. Um, so Mark himself from Upper Deck posted about that on The Collective and said that they're keeping an eye on Gen Con. So uh, Gen Con, I believe, was just one week, week after, after yeah. San Diego Comic-Con and I wouldn't say it's as big as San Diego Comic-Con but it's a big 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 deal Gen Con is a big convention for people who haven't gone um, and it's a big deal for um, for Indianapolis so I'm going to predict as much as it pains me to say this that we're not going to we're not going to Gen Con this year um, I really hope that something takes a turn for the better and we're going to get the green light to go to Gen Con. But even if we do kind of come out on the other side of this thing, I think chances of us seeing an event that big this year are slim to none. Do you guys have any thoughts on the Gen Con situation? Uh, sadly, I have to agree. Yeah, it's, it's a downer to talk about. I wish I could be more optimistic about it, but I just don't see it happening. Even even if it stayed open, like there's just so much risk with that, you know? Right. Like even if they're all like we're ninety nine percent sure that we're on the other side of this thing, there's there the risk is all is like completely gone. I don't think they're gonna put that many people that close together and risk some kind of a, a flare up. I just don't see it happening. Even if we do come out of this thing, I don't see that happening this year. Yeah, I don't even know what the legal, um, you know, ramifications would be for Gen Con itself if they did try to hold the event. Yeah. I mean, that's something to think about, too, you know? You hold the event and a whole bunch of people get sick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't want that on. Yeah, they don't want that on them. And I wouldn't blame them either for can Yeah, I mean. Yep. Anyways. I maybe should have led with that one, and we could have talked about <laughs> the exciting stuff after that. Do you guys have anything else you want to add then, uh, real quick at the end here? That was the last main topic I had, uh, was to just keep an eye out on Gen Con, but uh, don't be surprised if it ends up being canceled, because that's, that's kind of what I expect at this point. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that might be a positive is if Origins does go off then, maybe they move 
uh, the versus events to junk from Gen Con to Origins. So maybe you don't lose your your worlds and stuff. I don't know. That's an interesting that's, that's option I hadn't considered yet. That like, if they cancel Gen Con, versus could take it on themselves to move their championship to Origins, because Origins is smaller. They can they they rescheduled. If Gen Con has to pull, I don't know that they're gonna find another weekend. I think that event is too big to reschedule. Um, yeah. I could be wrong on that, but I mean, we're a smaller game anyway. Our championship is usually between sixty and eighty people. I wonder if they just move worlds to Origins. What What's your opinion on that, Bert? Do you th- would that be something you'd be open to? I'm not gonna say no to that. Um, do we know Do we know the new date for Origins? Because it got moved, right? Yeah, yeah. it's October the seventh to like the tenth or the eleventh, whatever. Yeah. However, that works out. Get, uh... Get Origins on the phone. Let's let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> that seems way more reasonable than than risking it all for a weekend with like a bunch of people you don't know who's sick or not or whatever. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's actually a really interesting idea. Uh, I would be open to that. Um, I have family in Ohio. I'd I'd go to Origins and you know, Gen Con's awesome, but it's always kind of hectic, and uh, Origins is a little smaller and a little more manageable. It's a little less of a stressful experience. I mean, Gen Con's great and all, but it is kind of a stressor to be in. It's it's packed. It's huge. Yeah. Um, it's definitely jarring if you're not used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I might be open to it's just... It's changed so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's an interesting thought. I wonder if they've considered that yet. Um, yeah, so let's end on that note of optimism that... <laughs> Maybe maybe they move the championship to uh to Origins in uh, uh mid October early October, um that's a cool idea. Other than that, I don't have anything else. Uh, the Oklahoma Regional is set to happen here in a couple of months. I am not super optimistic about that yet either, but we'll keep you posted on that. Kind of really hope that happens. Uh, but I I don't really think we're gonna see a regional in the good versus evil format. Um. I mean, will the the other question is will Upper Deck allow it if people aren't legally allowed to travel? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think they uh, might kind of frown on it if, like, you know. I agree. Uh, for now, I'll go with uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that. Yeah, you have to get John on sometime. Yeah. Whip is whip him. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't... I don't want to be like, hey, John, you want to come on just to talk about this thing that's a huge bummer? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, other than that, uh, the Quarantine Cup's going on. I'll have my round three and four recap up sometime soon this week, and then we'll head into round five, and we'll get a, a feature match to you guys on Twitch. Uh, Bert, do you want to plug anything? Uh, it's it's kind of rough right now because uh, I'm trying to finish up the semester. But yeah, same for at me. Some, at, at some point next week, New York Miz is going to be back. We're going back to outer space. And I think for the first time ever, I'm going to go over spoilers as they come out. Um, this arc is important enough that I talk about about cards as we're, as we're shown them. Um, originally, I wasn't going to do it. I don't actually like talking about spoilers. And I figured there's more than enough avenues. But maybe I can throw some New York Mint funk on, on how to evaluate cards as we see them. So check that out. Outer space. It's a great time. And, uh, yeah, hit me up. Link below. All right. 
I think that's going to do it for this week in Versus. Hopefully we'll see you guys next week. I know I always say something like that, and then it ends up being like three weeks. Uh, I am also trying to finish up this semester. I got research papers and exams out my ass. Uh, all online now, which I hate. I hate online classes. Uh, but anyways, uh, we'll see you guys either next week or some other time. Uh, anyways, this has been This Week in Versus. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us and listen to us ramble for over an hour. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.